Welcome to the Pocha Podcast at the intersection of brown pride and assimilation. I'm Kat. I'm Charlene. Woof. And it is August and we are at the Weedy Weedy. And this one's a special one, Charlene. Is it though? It, only a little bit because it's kind of half an announcement, just a heads up. Yeah. That we will be going on a little bit of a best of for a bit. Yeah. And we just wanted to talk about why. Yeah. And it's not, it's, we're not breaking up. No. Okay. So just don't, no rumors, Bocha fans, no rumors. We're just getting separated. Just <laughs> And none of this I'm is your out. fault, listeners. <laughs> we mom still and, love you. Yeah, mom and dad still love you. We are going to go on a little bit of a hiatus. And it, it's half serious, but it's also, um, like, I'm a Chiona, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to have to get a co-host for to replace you for a bit i know i was like cat why don't you just have guest co-hosts no. for a while no i don't understand no. this we know so many awesome humans absolutely and i get along with them and they're great and amazing but like no it just doesn't feel like it it would be like the not bocha podcast replacement <laughs> you know no and i did have like i was talking about it with my partner our executive producer and I did have a lot of anxiety even talking about it. Like, I don't, I don't know what I would do. I don't even, I don't know that I would even talk well with things and words. <laughs> wow. Um, it would not work out. I am, I am merely the sidekick on this adventure. So I don't understand this. You know, people listen to us for your humor. Oh, I don't know. This is shocking to me. But, um, but I appreciate it also that that we are a duo. Um, and yeah, we're going to have to go on a on a hiatus. And I don't know for how long. That's the other really weird part. I would love to say we'll be back next month and we're figuring it out. Um, but there's some interesting things going on. So I have to have surgery. Um, and it is a pretty intense surgery. And it's going to actually possibly more than likely affect even the way that I talk which already um I don't have the best audio quality that's not true it's true uh when we're talking but so there's this other I feel nervous and afraid of um what I'm gonna sound like and just figuring out how to talk again because Mm -hmm. as you know an adult that seems like a weird skill that you shouldn't have to figure out again because you've been doing it for so long. Right, because you've been doing it for so long. So that just feels really weird. No, I can imagine. And and the fl- the other side to it is it it would be one thing if you're talking to your kid, your neighbor at work or what have you. This kind of lives in per- perpetuity exactly. for a while. And so I can imagine that that is weighing on you of like when I come back are things going to be the same, all of the things and I, I have no doubt that you are, you're going to be just as funny, just as stellar, all of the things. You're going to bring so much to the pod, as you always have. So I have no doubts in that. Well, you're nice. I worry. I worry that... Um, well, and, and to be honest, it's, there's, a, there's a history here with this particular surgery. Um, I, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before in, in a limited way, but I was the victim of a very violent sexual assault many, many years ago. Um, it'll be 25 years in January. And as part of that, I had um, some damage to my jaw bones, like crushed bones and whatnot. So I've been through multiple surgeries to try to get it right. And 
Um, I feel like I'm in the care of some really amazing doctors, really amazing providers right now who are recommending that they do some pretty intense bone reconstruction that's going to involve some really horrific medieval torture devices is what it sounds like um fun uh, it sounds super fun um on and on a scientific note like if i can compartmentalize this out the science behind this is fantastic and like the things that people have come up with to help fix and mend and heal our bodies like who thinks of this stuff who some very gory people very who have probably people. seen a lot of things and, yeah and honestly like I'd been first of all I I have been actively avoiding some of these conversations with you because I just didn't want to talk about it for a couple of reasons one we've already talked about the anxiety and two I don't know how much or how little you had felt in comfort and I certainly don't like you know this is your business to tell and not mine so I didn't know how much or how little you wanted to share um with listeners with you know, with anybody. So I've been trying to avoid it because I didn't want to think about it because I'm like, she's going to be back. She's not going to. And that's the other thing is like, what if you're just like you, you're in hiatus and you're like, you know, I, I've done what I can with the podcast and I'm just, I'm done. Like, you think I'm going to break up with you when I'm on uh, pain meds? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Don't text and (laughs) don't text when you're on the pain meds. Yeah. For real. (laughs) Um, yeah I I think that is part of it just the uncertainty I don't I don't really know how this is going to go I mean there's a treatment plan and there's best case scenario and then there's all these other pieces that maybe not um and the the treatment plan is is really long it's really lengthy so it'll be almost two years before this is completely said and done if everything goes well which is a lot um and yeah so it's not even just talking it's the eating it's the all the things and and that's part of it the part that feels exceptionally hard is is that trauma piece that it's you know there's a reason why this is happening and that um that's been a lot to deal with so I think even if you would have asked me this question if I wanted to talk about it on air um three or four weeks ago my answer might have been different but I've been able to talk through some of this I have an amazing coach who is just has been life-changing for me like softball uh-huh okay <laughs> so you know life coach leadership coach all those things she's wonderful and and she helps me get to the root of some of these things and it was like what are you really worried about and I named off all like shot off all these things that I was worried about and then she's always got these brilliant ways of asking like but what are you really worried about (laughs) I just told you um so we dig deeper and deeper and then it was kind of like oh you know one of the things that um I realized I was so afraid of is that when this happened that was absolutely the worst time of my life and I was very worried that this having my face be swollen and having to be in pain and all of these things were going to be so triggering and so reminiscent of that time that I was going to be back there. And I'm still, I still have that thought, right? That hasn't gone away and I won't know what that feels like until I'm there. Um, But I've had some really good, I've, I've had a really good way to think about what's different now. 
how do I know I'm not in that space? And one of those ways that I know I'm not in that space is being able to talk about it, Mm. having people that I can share this with um, without feeling shame or fear, being able to, like, there are things that I just know. Um, There are medications I know I do well on and ones I know I don't. There are foods that I know I'm going to be able to eat and things that I know I'm not going to be able to eat for quite some time. Um, I know I'm very likely going to look different because my face will look different. Um, and also I'm probably going to lose some weight. So I've gained 10 pounds getting ready for this surgery, just knowing that that's going to happen. And, um, I don't like how I look when that happens or when that's happened in the past. So trying to prepare for that. Um, and one of the big pieces was that might, you know, again, getting to the root of what are you so afraid of was, you know, I remember that moment, the first time I looked in the mirror at my own face was so traumatic for me um, that I was worried about doing that following surgery. So one of the days I'm going to visit the doctor, I just by chance, happenstance, um, come across a person that I know whose partner had just had um top surgery oh uh uh-huh and they were not talking about me at all talking about their partner and saying that one that even though this was a wanted surgery and something that they had anticipated that it may be difficult to look in a mirror for a while and see a different body and so they recommended covering up mirrors until the person was ready to look oh wow and I didn't know how valuable that was going to be until I started thinking about all of this. And then I was like, I don't have to do that until I want to. So that feels powerful. And also just picturing, like literally visualizing the person who I am right now and the millions of things that I've learned in the last 24, almost 25 years and literally grabbing that younger self by the hand who is standing in front of the mirror and saying like we know things now right and it's okay like this is okay we can do this and it's gonna suck and it's gonna be okay I have so much like wow I look up to you in this way because this is difficult and it takes a lot of courage to be open about it because um, be open in we have gained listeners so all 12 of our listeners now <laughs> right like they're gonna they're gonna hear about this and they're gonna feel some sort of way and this is gonna live on hopefully forever because hopefully this podcast is you know really gonna stay around for a while but um, it takes a lot of courage to talk about it and be so open about it and how many of how many of us don't talk about some of the things that we went through and it wasn't quite at, and I'm not, this isn't an Olympics thing, but it, it's, these are things that are hard and it's hard to talk about. And I remember the first time I was like thinking about talking about my assault on the, on the show. And I was like, man, I don't even know Mm -hmm. if I can do the things, but like just seeing how you have gone through this with your head held high. And then I know your brain is going like, oh, but you don't know what a shambles it might've been when I was thinking through some of these things. But from the outside, like you are doing this very fucking well, like, holy shit. I can only imagine the roller coaster ride that that is happening. Also, 
you didn't say this, but um, you're doing this sans alcohol, and <laughs> I, I'm not say, I'm not saying that we're alcoholics or anything, but but, but that has been a coping mechanism totally. that I know that I deal with. So I don't know how you would be able to do this without, like, I couldn't imagine doing something like this without a, without a coping mechanism that I have fallen back on for years. Mm-hmm. And I'm, you know, I'm going to try to be in solidarity with you on the, the no alcohol. We'll see how many weeks that goes. For me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I appreciate you saying that it at least looks like I have my shit together. Um, talk to my husband because <laughs> <laughs> my have a very different. Uh, and, and, you know, I think unfortunately, well, Fortunately, I am in a relationship that is very safe, very supportive, which is another difference from when this happened. Um, And he has dealt with a lot of the emotional piece that, you know, when I leave work, I can take off that mask and just be in it. Um, And I do think about the coping mechanism thing. So one of the things that's going to be happening is that I'm going to be trying to grow bone in my body, which I don't know how one like manifests that, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, I don't think alcohol or caffeine are good for that type of recovery. So um, lots of yogurt, lots of yogurt, all the protein, all the things I'm going to do my best to really take care of my body and um because I don't want this whole traumatic ass experience to be for not exactly for something that I could have or that I will always question had I just done these things right so I don't want that I already feel guilty for all kinds of shit I don't want to feel guilty for not being able to grow a bone in my body like I don't know if that just doesn't happen on its own great it's science but whatever um, but I, mean, I you were successful with all the other hundreds of bones you've got. Right? So, I mean, right? I've done this before. <laughs> Surely it's like riding a bike. I don't know. But I also want, um, I think they're probably obviously because of, of the, the trauma and the anxiety that I was feeling and that I am feeling leading up to this, there's still some things to process. And I think feeling the feelings is going to be part of getting through it and, and getting to, not just the physical healing, but also recognizing what pieces and and what doors I need to close. Mm. Well, as far as the podcast goes, like like I had said earlier, like we we're gonna be doing some best ofs for a while. Um, I don't know how long that while is gonna be, and I also don't want to push you to be like, okay, it's December, are we good? <laughs> um, just because the things I I really don't, um, and. If this means ha- dealing with my own anxiety and getting a co-host <gasps> at some point, maybe we'll have to talk about that possibility when we get there. Yeah, see, listeners, let us know. Do you have recommendations for potential uh, co-hosts that Kat may not feel anxious around? Um, I think it would be awesome. It's like this would never happen in another of my personal relationships where I'm like, I can't be part of this. You should find someone else while I'm unavailable. I would never do this in another situation, Kat. So you're very special. Well, think about the, think about it. This opportunity, like you know how we have said before in different conversations, who would play you in a movie? Like exactly. who would play you as the as a co-host? And I think you've said before Salma Hayek. So I'm aiming high. Like well, if you're going to be replaced, this well, is yeah, be but that's Hayek. like my movie version. I think if we're talking about podcast, I think we're going to have to reach out to like Maria Inojosa, oh. or I mean, we want the voice. You know, we need like the 
then I would be replaced. That what that's what it would be like. I would be sitting with you playing cards, and someone else would have taken over the puck. Well, if anyone has connections to Maria, Maria you know, let her know. We're looking. We're looking. I'll I'll be auditioning in about a month. See, send your audition tapes too. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Send your TikTok to Kat. <laughs> You know, I'm on there. That's the interview. (laughs) I mean, I have thought about like, I wonder if um, a listener would want to be on for (laughs) just shits and giggles. I love it. But, um, you know, I would still have anxiety and all the things and I'd have to put up a picture of you right next to me so that I can I can hear you saying like, you're a damn fool. So while you're feeling anxious and sorry for yourself, I'm just going to send you a picture of my swollen ass face (laughs) and be like, hey, team dramatica, you know what? (laughs) Fucking get over it. I'm gonna give you my jersey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. We're gonna trade jerseys, and I'll be like, "Get your shit together." I love it. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so this has been a weedy weedy uh, for August. Yay! Giving you a little bit of a heads up on what's happening for at least the foreseeable future, and then we'll figure it out from there. And of course, reach out to wish Charlene uh, the best recovery and bone building bone growing yeah that doesn't sound good you know bone grower yeah but let's hope it happens i'm you know i'm all for this Mm -hmm. i'm like what kind of sopita do we need to make this isn't a vic situation no this might be a sopita situation i think it's definitely a sopita and a sana sana colita de rana situation Mm -hmm. yeah so so what apologies potion I don't know what that is. I don't either. Oh, wait. What was the stuff that they gave Harry Potter to refill his brain? Oh. Oh, yeah. We need some Harry Potter magic up here. We do. Mm. That, you're right. Well, I I have a wand somewhere. Oh, I do too. <laughs> a Luna love good wand. Mm. And, she, yeah, she had so much good love. Yeah. So, the Weedy Weedy for August. I'm still Kat. I'm still Charlene. And we'll see you on a very far away flip side. The flip, flip, flip side. Bye.